0: Just go to Indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: It's the Field of 68 live from the Final Four in Houston, Texas. And gentlemen, it's day two of our marathon shows this week. I am so excited to be here. We are presented, as always, by Bette Rivers and Underdog Fantasy. You can get a $100 deposit match up to $100. Use promo code FIELD, F-I-E-L-D. And we are live from Little Woodrow's Edo here in Houston. We'll be here for the next two hours. If you're in town, stop by, grab a cold beverage, say hello, and give Terrence Oglesby some shit for walking in four minutes before the show starts. He's got
2: 6 a.m. sprints tomorrow. He's got got sprints tomorrow, 6 a.m., showing up late. Let's go. uh, Hold hold on. hold, Hold on. We just started the show. I was here for the start of the show. I'm not exactly sure what this is. I'm not exactly sure what this what, is right now. What the right show now.
1: is or the criticism?
2: The criticism. Okay. I, I understand mean, what the show <laughs> is.
1: Listen, you're too vetty for this, right? It's like the fifth-year guy who shows up late for a team meeting. That can't happen. Freshman, maybe. But you're our go-to guy, T.O. Be better than that.
3: Vetty Wap. I'm yeah. saying you were never late to practice.
2: Practice. I was never. I was never late. one time to go wait uh, It's practice.
1: wild that you say that
2: because I still haven't been late.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Well, our friends at Bet Rivers certainly help us out with uh, some fun props every now and then. The person to be late to this show, Terrence Oglesby, was minus 600. That cash to anybody at home who played that game. Congratulations. I personally hammered it. We'll see for you the get, evening. You can Slate see
4: the video. steam coming out
2: of T.O. Yeah, I don't right love now. being called late, especially when it is. I'm not late,
1: it is what especially it is. especially Mr.
2: McCall, Coach McCall. When you let everybody know that you have meetings all morning, <laughs> hold on, we'll hold, be, on a, hold on, hold okay. on. I'm jumping It'd in here. Late. Hold on, I'm
5: jumping in here. Yeah, we did say multiple times 11:30,
3: and you rolled in 11:55.
2: Yeah, I, I so. said multiple times where we were, where I was going to be all morning. <laughs> it's I
0: don't know like, about that. Hey, like hey, the, you're, you're you to be going for a coaching hey, job. Your issues coaching of communication. He's, he's pivoting now. Hey, this is yeah. straight
2: to coaching. This is a deep seated issue. No, right no, now, no, I'm, just well, saying, I'm just saying. Communication levels have to be better today. He just interviewed for a coaching job with saying. deep
3: NIO pockets. Huge pockets.
2: Deep. deep pockets. <laughs> deep pockets. <laughs>
1: Hey, it's like the Jordan rules, right? He had his own set of rules. It's just the To rules here at the Field of 68. More it, like it
2: the Rodman rules. Or the More the Rodman, Rodman rules. rules.
1: That's okay. Hey, we also got Matt McCall here. He's making his Field of 68 Final Four debut. Mr. Scoot McCall. in here. It's good scoot
2: in here. Look at you. You're off the camera I'm right off now. Off the camera. I don't have the. Bl- I have my blue you're blazer right in there, but you're man not.
3: RC said, don't put it on. Be casual. So you're you're a,
2: a, I'm rocking with my man
3: RC today. You're a, you're a
2: veteran. You can scoot in.
3: Rocking with
1: RC is a bold move after yesterday. RC was getting some shit. i can't. He got hammered yesterday. Time for tonight. Was, it it is, is still happening right now.
2: Hey, but you guys don't know this. Matt McCall took me around Florida's campus when I was 17 years old. People don't know that. Is that why you didn't go I there? I was a GA. My man Larry Shiat recruited you? No, it was Anthony. It was Anthony a- Anthony okay. recruited me. Did he uh, show up late? I was, no, no, it was, I was very much on time. We had the golf cart going around. That was awesome. It's a cool place. You guys were ahead. They were ahead of the curb. They had their own practice facility before teams really had their own practice facility. And That's then all of a neat.
3: sudden it became outdated. Because yeah, it became
2: out, yeah, outdated in like four years, which I think everything does. It's <laughs> an arms race. It's unbelievable.
1: All right, guys, so we have a lot to get to. Today, like I said, jam-packed show. We'll be here for the next two hours at Little Woodrow's. We've got another show this evening as well, so you can stay tuned for a ton of content today from the Field of 68. All your favorite faces will be in and out of the show. It won't just be us four schmucks all day. We've got Randolph Childress here as well. We've got Jeff Goodman and John Fanta live from the stadium as well. Plenty to come. Some special guests will be joining us as well. I'm going to keep that a surprise until they enter the show. But stay tuned in the next 20 or so minutes. If you want a hint,
4: just look at Greg's t-shirt right now.
1: I don't know if you can see it underneath the shirt. There you go. Uh, A man who some refer to as my father will be in attendance today. We'll see what happens. But first, guys, uh, I want to talk to you about next year. We spent all day yesterday previewing this Final Four. We'll certainly do a lot more of that this week. Sure. But there's some preseason top 25s lists that are making their way into the Twitter sphere right now. That makes sense. And some eyebrows are being raised. I'm not saying that some people are unhappy with what they have. T.O., who is the preseason number one team in the country in your mind for next season?
2: That's a lot, but I think Duke uh, grabbing some coming back. Mark Mitchell's coming back. Tyrese Proctor, Jeremy Roach. Assuming you would, he's coming back. Uh, the the. Goal's going crazy over here. I think Duke has a legit shot. And, guys, I'm going to be honest, just because we're ACC people here, we love the ACC on the field of 68. Uh, I think North Carolina, you look at what Armando Baycott coming back, R.J. Davis coming back, you might see the best version of them now that Caleb Love decided to transfer. Best-case scenario if you're Hubert Davis. As far as number one's concerned, how the heck do we know? How do we know? We have no idea. We have 75% of There's this thing called everyone. the transfer portal that yeah. over 1,000 players are in it right now. 1,000. They're, they're way too early rankings. I, I don't know how you do it at this point. Just throw them all in a pot and then hope. Well, think about this, too. Yeah. What happens to UConn? Does go come back? Yeah, Does Andre back.
3: Jackson come back? Like, you still don't know what that team's going to look like. But they're sitting here. Does Klingin come four, back? they legit shot to obviously win a national championship. They're here. Who on that team comes back? I think if they win a national championship, like we were talking about off air, it's probably going to be hard to get any of them back. Absolutely. But if they don't, Miami knocks them off. Someone else knocks them off. I think you could see all those guys. Well, who, who? And then you got to pick them number who, one.
2: Who are the guys that really leave outside of Jordan Hawkins that have legitimate NBA upside?
3: Andre Jackson. Good point. Andre Jackson. Yes. Andre Jackson. Andre Jackson. Good point. You but know, but. Sinogos. I mean, he's probably going to think he's an NBA player. He's got the body, he's got the post moves, but the NBA obviously They has, don't play like has, that. has gone so far away yeah. from that style of player. Now he can mm-hmm. screen, he can roll to the basket, he can catch, he can finish, he can guard a pick and roll. But I think it's hard for him. But I think if they win it all, I, I don't this isn't Oh six oh seven I, I think,
4: Florida, but everybody comes back, I think they all go. No. I, I think the big difference maker, we talk about how valuable NIL is and the impact that it has on college basketball. The difference maker is now there's a legitimate chance that guys like Adama Sinogo and Andre Jackson return to school because if UConn can find a way to make it to the point where they can get what they would get, let's just say with a two-way contract, right? Let's say you can get them up to five hundred grand for a year, then there's a legitimate argument to make saying, hey, look, come back. And what you can do is, if you, you improve this, let's just take Andre Jackson, for example, right? If you can get him to whatever he would make on a, a two way deal, and you say, come back, work on your jump shot, if you end up being a guy that can knock down 35% from three consistently, then you got a chance to be a first round pick. Then instead of having to work your way through it, you have a chance to get those guaranteed millions of dollars and get that four year guaranteed cut. That's, that's the pitch. And yeah. frankly, it could work for a lot of different guys. Yes. So I think that the value of NIL is not just the recruiting stuff. It's keeping players that are on the fence coming back. Speaking of that, I want to talk about Tyrese Proctor. You mentioned Duke, yes, the CEO I did. If you look at who they have coming in, right, another great recruiting class from John Shire. But to me, the return of Tyrese Proctor, I said this last night on the show, I think he could be a first-team All-American next year. Is that crazy? Am I out no, of my mind?
2: Not crazy at all. I mean, you look at a guy with size, skill, who can really – manage a game, and I think he's going to go from managing a game to being a a bigger contributor on the offensive end, especially when it comes to scoring the basketball. He has that kind of ability. This year, he kind of had to figure it out, right, Matt? Like, They needed somebody to bring it up, reverse the ball, and then kind of make things happen. I think he's going to shoot better percentages next year. He's going to have a year under his belt. Let's keep in mind, too, guys, this guy was supposed to be a senior in high school this year. He's a guy who reclassed up Now he's going to be the actual age of these freshmen. His body's going to mature a little bit more, and I think you're going to see his best basketball. And then you add some more pieces to the puzzle of what they have. Mackenzie Abaco is one of my favorite guys coming up in next year's class, another shooter who can put it on the deck a little bit. The pieces fit in Duke, and he's going to be the beneficiary because he can spread it out, he can score. Just so multifaceted and fits what today's game is.
3: Well, you said it, the experience factor.
2: Sure. Right, Guys like him normally don't
3: come back to school. And now with NIL, like Rob's talking about, that experience factor is only going to help not only him, but their entire program. I I think if we had to pick a preseason number one, I think it's hard to pick against them. Obviously, the unknowns of what happens the rest of this tournament with UConn. I like to call in terms of North Carolina. The reason I say that is they've been hardened. They've gone through some stuff. Mm -hmm. They've gone through adversity. And now nobody's just anointing them the best team in the country. Got to get rid of some pressure. Pieces.
4: It was hard to play with that pressure, right?
3: Expectations is the hardest thing to deal with in mm-hmm. sports. That's why you have such great respect for teams like the dynasties, like the Warriors and the Patriots. It's yeah. so hard every single year to do it again when you have those expectations on you. Like I remember being at Florida in 07 after we won it in 06, where we weren't even ranked yeah. to start the season. Come back in 07, we're the number one team in the country, and it was every. Single night. I mean, Joe Kim Noah went from the number one pick in the draft to nine. Like that, dealing with that is so challenging, and that's we were talking about it back in November.
4: And that was before Twitter and Instagram and social media existed. I got one more for you guys. Greg, I'm going to you first on this one since you are a Greg, certified. Greg, need, Greg
1: needs some juice. Yeah. we got to get some we we up here. Yeah. him up here. i just been going. waiting to butt in and just say how horrible the idea of North Carolina being in the top <laughs> five next season again <laughs> yeah. was, but you guys are all on board. With no,
4: it. So no, we'll whoa, whoa. It I'm we'll not on board. Skate board. I'm not on board. board. It's I'm, it's on, board with, I'm on, board on board with the idea that they they probably should be better without the pressure. Uh, top five in the country. I mean, that was the if second if, name we, named we called. Hey, Carolina there's a, that, someone check Rice. to make sure that bottle of Jim <laughs> Beam is not cracked, right? Make sure that bottle of Hornady is North not. If North Carolina
2: cracked. adds MJ Rice, if they add a couple of names in that portal, are we they tampering? Get some, are we tampering uh, live uh, right I, now? I, this is me tampering. Oh. <laughs> Ismail Masood. Oh. It's might come back. Go. Somebody talked to R. C. He's gonna go from Wake to Kansas State to <laughs> North Carolina. He might have a conniption. You know how R C showed up to his game? He's not showing up to any more games no. if it goes Absolutely. to North Carolina. Who's so, other one? so you gotta answer this one first. Since okay. you are a
4: certified Marquette hater, yeah. you did not think that they were a top twenty five this team th- this Ooh. year. After they won the Big East regular season by two games That's not true. and they won the Big East tournament by two games, you said and I quote I you won a big East tournament are, by two games. They, I don't know. They okay, just yeah, did. just keep it. Just go with it. Just go with it. Sorry, that's me. Check that bottle. Is that because I called you late or because we wore the same outfit today? You guys look nice. Your jacket's wore it better, nicer though. than mine. You're nicer? nicer? I don't know about that, man. I just, I, when yeah. I sit at home. I almost I drank my mic instead of my coffee. <laughs> I don't know if anybody caught that. Long, long story short, you hate Marquette. Yes. Why? And can they be a preseason number one? I'm Maybe? Just, just, They're bringing yes. everybody back. They're bringing they That's bringing a hard back. one to pick against. I like against. them
1: better next year because of that continuity. I think it's ludicrous that anybody pretended that Tyler Kolig was the best guard in the country this year. <laughs> that's, my boy, that's my beef with Marquette. It just is what it is. I did not vote him on first or second team All-American when we did our little field of 68 votes. He finished consensus first team because it's, I'm sure you voted him first team. In, in fairness. I'm sure you voted him first team. And then he went out and got punked by all three Michigan State guards who are not that great of first team. See, this, with a this is a broken home.
2: This is coming from a guy who's never been to the Big East tournament and how much that means. Yes. Oh, pish you don't get it. You don't you get it. To to the you, th- don't you, need to, you need to
4: drive. You big to the Ten big guys, East guys don't understand what a tournament means. You, you said he you needs to drive. <laughs> need to do. drive to the Big East. <laughs> I, <tournament>. I, <laughs> I
2: would
3: pay good
4: money to see Greg Waddell trying to did drive like, in did New you, York City.
1: Did you
3: clip the drive? Do we have
1: like you know? Oh, we, we have clips. We, Listen, okay. we're we're just the blue collar people here. We don't forget where we came from, right? I respect. You know. A lot of That's respect. Built from the ground up. It is what it is. Um, I, I have one more question as far as preseason top 25 goes, and I'm going to McCall on this one because you've been gassing this team up all year, and now they're in the final four. Florida Atlantic. Obviously, we need to see what happens if they win a national championship. Who knows? But let's say – I should
3: have they- worn my FAU shirt. I don't know if I still have one somewhere in the archives of my closet from back in 08 when I was down there. But um, the biggest challenge, and Coach May has alluded to this –
1: his players are already getting hit. That's They're already case.
3: getting poached. Can they stay together? McCaw, can I'm they, gonna can steal they, you. Can they We're gonna go to
1: break. We have a special visitor that's next on the Field of 68 at the Final Four. Today's episode of the
4: Field of 68 After Dark is presented by our partners over at Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play college basketball pick'em, where you can win real cash prizes simply by picking player stats in this weekend's Final Four. Games And pick them, all you do is pick whether a player will go higher or lower on underdogs' projected totals, whether it's points or rebounds or assists or all of them combined. If you're like me and you think Adama Sanogo is going to go nuts this weekend, pick higher on his points projection, pick higher on his rebounds projection, maybe throw in a lower on Matt Bradley's scoring totals, a higher on Isaiah Wong, whatever it is that you like. Put them all together, and if you hit them all, then you can win as much as 20 times your money on a single game underdog slick mobile app is easy enough that dummies like jeff goodman have even figured out how to use it so go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use the code field that's f-i-e-l-d to get a 100 deposit match up to 100
1: it's the field of 68 live from the final four we are here at little woodrose edo we will be here for the next hour and 45 minutes roll through come grab a drink with us one guy who just did roll through Illinois head coach Brad Underwood Brad it's fantastic to see you how you doing my friend I'm
6: doing great it's great to be uh great to be down here it's uh wish we were playing but we're not but uh next best thing hanging out with you guys there you go of course
1: of course so I'm gonna start with this Brad this might get a little awkward I'm just gonna call it what it is I coined the phrase daddy Brad I know that Jeff Goodman has made you aware of this. I don't know that you know where this comes from, my friend. So I want to give you the origin story of this. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Oh, thank, I, thank you. you. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I thought you were going to ask for a restraining order. To no, be no, no, no.
6: That, <laughs> okay. there, there's, there's a lot of people running around Champaign, Illinois, in the state of Illinois with that shirt.
1: Okay. Well, here we go. So here's where it came from. I'm a Michigan basketball fan. You own me personally you own my program you own my head coach you own everything about it that's where it came from it came over a year ago was when that originated guess what fast forward my team is desperate for a win and you just dangle it out there you rip it away from us at the final seconds how much fun is it owning the michigan wolverines basketball program
6: well i i um, there's a hard way to politically (laughs) answer that let me see how do i go about this (laughs) Juwan's a great coach they got great players hunter's one of the best players in the country and, yeah,
2: <laughs> you said it all. I'm not going to say a word. Okay. okay. All right. Your- hey, we- I look at you guys a little bit differently than the rest of the Big Ten, and we- we've had this conversation as to why the Big Ten hasn't advanced through. You guys will play Coleman Hawkins at the Fiverr this year. Obviously, things change. We all yep. know that. Yep. Uh, what does the Big Ten have to do to kind of I- advance their seating in the NCAA tournament and move on to the second weekend? It feels like you guys had that kind of roster to make it happen. What what do you have? What what does the league have to do in order to improve we, that? You know, and I, I
6: I we've been planning for life without Kofi, so right. to speak, for a couple of years, and sure. we knew we knew Big Wings, and and I'll be honest, I've I I studied a lot of Bill Self, mm-hmm. you know, Wings Big Wings Wings are athletic. It's good athletic. To study. It's wings, good wing, to study yeah. yeah, it's it's you know whatever twenty years nineteen Big Twelve championships. It's pretty good, but <laughs> um, but Big Wings, and and knowing that. Kofi's unique, and you're probably not ever going to find sure. another one like that. And uh, we did some really good things. I, I love the way we're playing. That will continue to be what we do. Yep. It gives us a lot of flexibility, a lot of versatility. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think our issues m- more this year were newness and, and inexperience. We are yep. very young, second youngest team in Power Six. But I do think that it's a great way to play. Um, and um, I, I think it's the, the everything. I think trends more towards like the NBA, uh-huh. it, and w- it trickles down. We eventually catch it that way, and that's the way we're trying to go. It's the way we're trying to recruit, play faster. Um, but um, you know, it was, um, and it, and I like it. It's fun. It, it's it's joy, fun I, to watch. I enjoy, I enjoy right.
2: coaching that way. Yeah, and, and then you obviously Coleman Hawkins. I I feel like I've beat a dead horse with him. I just think he's so talented, and he started to pick up. Back half of the season, mid January and forward, man, he really showed his ability. Yeah. He, Coleman's um,
6: Coleman's unique. He can guard all five spots. Yeah, um, he he's he is a facilitator. He didn't shoot the ball enough. He's the only guy I've ever coached that when I tell him to shoot it doesn't. Um, and uh, but and I mean that in a really good way. Sure. He's a really good shooter that that is is capable of having big nights. I think he had a game with five threes, uh, so he can stretch the floor um, and. He's what I think that, that we want to continue to build around and build with sure. guys who can do that. And, uh, yeah, he's fabulous. He has a great year. Talented.
4: So, Tio, you're talking about unique players. I think you may have had the most unique player in the country this season. I see you smiling. You know who I'm going to ask you about and Matthew Meyer. I want to know. Look, Brad – you got to be honest with us, all right? This is a safe space. We're all friends here. When you found out that he had to miss a practice because he drank too many Monster Energy drinks, yeah, I, I, I want to be, see that. let's pretend we're a fly on the wall in the office when, the, when somebody comes in and tells you that he has to miss practice for that.
6: I, I literally just said to our staff, I said, I've now seen it all. That, that was the one box we hadn't checked. Right. Um, but um, I didn't know it existed. Um, and what's crazy is we've got a lot of people on our staff who drink monsters, and and they do that. And and I kind of kid them when they get to the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a lot what he did. It was, was 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 it like
2: four or five? Oh, or no, it was a... like
6: six or seven oh. at least. And oh and, and uh, yeah, so as we were we were glad that his heart had not left his chest. But um, yeah, he's um, that's 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 a new one. That was a new one, (laughs) one of a a kind.
1: Fair to say. I want to ask you about. Hold
6: on, tell him tell him about the Matthew Meyer challenge that you tried.
1: Oh yeah, I attempted it right after it happened. By the way, uh, yeah. I I got through four, and then I felt like I was having a panic attack, so I stopped. <laughs> but it was in tribute to him. I mean, I clearly have so much respect for your program, Brad. So I think I
6: I think he received like thirty two cases from Monster after that. I believe that. Uh, I was I, wondering uh, if uh, an I mean, NIL deal. Well, does, does he have any left? There. Does the he next, have any left now? The next one, the next press conference, the next game. I think he took two of them to the presser. <laughs> yeah, right? I remember that. That and, was great. And. Uh, yeah, he 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 knew how to capitalize on an opportunity in today's world. But uh, you know, he was a great teammate, great player. But that one was a unique experience. Is for that me. is that the best Matthew Meyer story you have? I know you got some good ones. That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he is a uh, you know Matt's brilliant. He's a, he's he's one of the smartest people I've ever been a, been around. And, and math is is a big factor in his life, and the analytics and the things that he dives into uh are 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 out there and and uh so we had a lot of conversations about that but uh i've never come across
1: you know caffeine poisoning but if you made it to four
6: (laughs) double that and that's where he was
1: at yeah well uh i certainly wasn't trying to play competitive basketball anytime (laughs) in a a quick vicinity of that so i alluded to i want to ask you about roster building in this portal era because i think if people made a list nationally of programs that had the most success In the last calendar year, they're going to point to you with Matthew Meyer and with Terrence Shannon. Um, It it seems like a very difficult thing, and programs are taking different approaches to how you balance. Do you still hit the high school trail the same way? Do you just go all in on the portal? How do you approach that going forward after the last year that you just had with those two guys?
6: Yeah, I I think that you got to have a little balance. And, And I think that freshmen, the national narrative with freshmen is they're hard. Okay, You start looking, now we're in COVID, sure, and, and we have the, the biggest challenges age-wise we've ever had in the sport. We have 23-year-olds or 24-year-olds or, in some cases, 25-year-olds playing against 18-year-olds.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. You need, indeed.
6: Those guys all have 100-plus games under their belt in most cases. That's a big difference, and not just on the physical side of things, but the experience side. And then freshmen can transfer. Um, you know, those, those are all things that go against them. Now, we want to build our program. We, we say all the, this all the time. We're a development program, um, but you also have to get old. And our success came when we had guys in our program for a period of time, and we became old. So it's a balance. Uh, the, The hardest part is literally not knowing your roster. I think we have to quit asking why kids leave because there is no explanation. Nothing makes any sense. There are too many factors. Sure. Bottom of the roster guys wanting to play more. Top of the roster guys maybe wanting more NIL. Uh, or more shot attempts or agents involved and, and that what that looks like. We, we have to quit asking why. It's, it's the norm, and it's what's going to happen. And then it's really good for coaches. Right. Nobody talks about that. It's really good for coaches sure. to absolutely go get a need and to have 1,500 people or 1,800 people, whatever it's going to be, and to say, I can go get this guy. And nobody, nobody talks about that. I just hope we don't lose a perspective of what's good for the student-athlete and losing credits, sure. not graduating. One yep. percent make it in the NBA. Yep. and and I hope that we're not losing perspective on that. And that that that's where I'm really old school because mm-hmm. I do think there's value in the degree. I love NIL. Um, I, I embrace it. I think it's great for when you the name on the front of the jersey mm-hmm. means a lot, and that means you've you've built up a brand at that institution,
2: and, and I think that's got great value as well. Coach, we're we're in a bit of an unconventional Final Four with San Diego State, with Florida Atlantic, uh, Miami, and U- UConn being the team that's been there before, obviously. Do you think – I have a theory that the COVID year broadened the talent base. Do you think that's what it is? Do you think some of these teams that don't ne- typically get – the national notoriety, the San Diego State, the Florida Atlantic, what do you think is the main root of just more good teams? Do you think it's that? Do you think it's something else? No, I think it's parity. I think COVID's mm-hmm. had a lot to do with that. Yep. And and I think,
6: you know, when you, when you look at the age of San Diego State's team. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're old. Okay, they're old. And look at their bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly you, right. You know, yep. and go stand them next to a freshman. Uh, what the top-rated high school recruit playing in the Final fours like, 47, Mm -hmm. there's no McDonald's All-Americans. Okay? I think that speaks volumes. Sure. Um, The other thing that that I think is Dutch doesn't get near enough credit for how Mm -hmm. good his program's been for a long time. Mm
2: -hmm.
6: Uh, Yeah. And I do want to say that because one heck of a coach, they do what they do on the defensive side. He's the most underrated defensive coach in the country, in my opinion. Uh, So it's great to see that. I love the parity. I think this is really good for basketball that one bid leagues can have something that they can believe in. Sure. That it's not just getting to the tournament, but <laughs> doggone it, I can make it. Well, that's the new way to level the playing field, right? The, yeah. It was always uh, three-point shooting.
4: That's the way to the, the great equalizer in the tournament. No, now it's you're playing with guys that are 23 and 24 years old. Absolutely, a, a grown adults. Got, yeah. what, what do you say, Tio? Guys with a mortgage. They got mortgages. Yeah, Half of them got mortgages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got
6: AARP cards.
2: That's right. You know, but, <laughs>
4: Memphis had a
6: 26-year-old. Yeah, I mean, we had Jacob, They could rent cars. We had Jacob Grandison, who left our program went to after Duke, three yep. years, went to Duke. He turned 26, and and it's it's just. A wide discrepancy of age and that's a factor yeah but I, I i do think it's good for for the game mm-hmm. um you know i think then you get into the arguments now do you should you expand the tournament or not i i, I don't know the all the advantages of doing that i'm old school enough i like the exclusivity well, I, as I, somebody I, I like, that has built eventually. an
4: entire brand based off the idea that there are 68 teams in the tournament, I'm going to say let's leave it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm,
6: and I'm... I don't want to get new mic flags. <laughs> I'm exclusive to the, the old school ways. Mm-hmm. I think it's just great, and I think it means so much. I don't want it watered down or less popular. I think the popularity yep. of the NCAA tournament stems from the fact that it is exclusive, and now, especially, a 16 can beat a 1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and we're not shocked anymore. We're not. We shouldn't be. Yeah.
2: And so I think it's great for the game of basketball. Do you think there's a there's going to be a I'm sorry, Greg. No, you're good. Uh, do you think there's going to be a point in time where we see a return of power to the freshmen once this COVID stuff is finished or do you feel like the transfer portal is just going to keep teams old? I don't have the answer to that because I don't know what
6: the NBA is going to do. Yeah, right. Okay. But I, hypothetically I, speaking, if they stayed the same way. If they stayed the same, I, I, I think there's always going to be value in, in, in those guys. But I do think the portal has changed the way the masses, Sure. not the necessarily always, always the blue blood, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think the, the way the masses in college basketball are going are gonna to change is that we ultimately want to find a freshman who's transferred and can't transfer again. And those become today's modern age freshmen. You know, you get you get you get them for three years, and and you build with those guys. And and again, I'm always going to go back to the academic side. We can't lose perspective. One percent of those guys are going to make it in the NBA. Yeah. And and getting a degree, not losing credits. uh, The 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 portal has created some unattended, uh, some some unequalities. You know, and some schools have to have a lot of credits to graduate from so you can't transfer. Some take three hours and you can get in. It's just a wide spectrum. So I do think people are going to try to stay old, though, and try to avoid transfers. So that poses some problems for freshmen.
1: Yeah, so you mentioned how the beauty of the tournament, especially this year, is that some of the smaller conferences can have hope now, right, in this era. I'm a Big Ten guy, as you know. Yep. I need some hope right now, Brad, because we've been struggling in the NCAA tournament <laughs> collectively. What yeah. is it about this league? I mean, I think we're one of the most competitive leagues, clearly, top to bottom. I think you go down the list, like the 11th best team in the Big Ten, I think just would absolutely destroy the 11th best team in any other conference in this sport. Yeah. But that's not helping us advance further to the point that we get the national respect we deserve. What do you make of that?
6: Yeah, and I, I think that's part of it. I think the fact that we are so good and, and – that every night is a sellout crowd on the road yep. or at home. Every game is a little different feel than just a game. It's an event. Uh, basketball is king in that league, and it's, it's, it's special. It's a different vibe. And, and that's not to criticize any others. I'm, but I think that um, 20 games is a real hard 20 games. You can go to Lincoln, Nebraska and play in a sellout crowd. Obviously Penn State was the oldest team in the country this year. They were really, really good. Mm-hmm. Every game is hard. And it, and it's it's not that it's not in other conferences. I just think that it's um, almost unique what's happened to us in the tournament. I don't make as big a deal about it as everybody wants to. I think you just have to keep getting there. I think that you know, we're stylistically trying to change a little bit. Um, you know, I think there were there were there
2: were. It was like Penn State played differently. You guys played differently. Everybody else covered ball screens the same. Yeah, had the aircraft carrier and, in the and middle. It's,
6: and it's <laughs> it's it's. Am I wrong know, in thinking no, so? No, and I think everybody can say that. I mean, we played sure. with one of the best with Kofi for yeah for th- for three years, and there are some as great as he is. There were some challenges with sure. that. I mean that in a in a in a in a way, of what you could do, and we wanted to be dominant, and he was right. But there was also some things that caused problems and matchups, and and in the tournament that hurt us. You know, we've had a tough draw for us in the last two years. Getting, in my opinion, a very underseeded Houston team as a five a year ago, in Arkansas, and right. then Arkansas this year, and right. and those teams athletically um, hurt us. Um, you know, but, again, I think that's one of the areas that, that we're trying very hard at Illinois to, to – well,
4: uh, That's a perfect example of why evaluating on just tournament results is a horrible way to it's evaluate college way. basketball. I'm glad you brought it up. It comes it down is. to matchups. Maybe in one game you got someone that gets in foul trouble. Maybe you have someone that sprains an ankle. Kansas lost a game where their starting point guard sprained his ankle in the first half because he stepped on a photographer. Yeah. And, their, and their coach wasn't there. And their coach wasn't there. And we're going to judge him based off that. Like, yeah. it's just – there's a reason why the tournament is the best way to determine a champion, and it's the worst way to determine who the best team is. Yeah, doesn't make it not fun, but it's just not going to tell you the best team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless UConn wins this year, then we know. And I, <laughs> I, think, and I,
6: I think the one thing you've got to always look at is is it goes in cycles. Let's let's you want to talk. Let's talk Jay Wright's early career. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's yeah. talk. You know, Bill Self losing to Bucknell and Bradley, and you just have to keep getting in. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's. That's where we, one game, you know, an FDU, incredible season, incredible run. Where do they finish in the Big Ten every night? I know when I was at Stephen F. Austin, we won 29 straight games, won 32 games on the season, and if we played in the Big Ten every night, we would not have been in the tournament. <laughs> that's real. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
6: For and sure. and so that's the beauty of the NCAA tournament and what makes it special. Is right. That one night, you can go beat anybody. Yep. And you have to play, and I think that it happens to matchups. I think our league is fine. I think next year we can sit here and have two teams in. Sure. Or three. It's that good. And yeah. the coaches are that good. The players are that good. The Big Ten was young this year, which is very rare. Yep. You know, a few years ago, Hunter and, and, and Adam Miller were the only two guys that played that started every game in Big Ten play. Yeah. Only mm-hmm. two. And this year there was a plethora of them. Yeah. So it, it all goes in cycles.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate that. We'll leave you with this, then we'll let you get out of here. We've took took too much of your time no, already. Good. You coined my favorite phrase of the college basketball season oh. this year, "booty ball." Yeah. I got to ask you about that. I mean, what what? How did that moment come together? Where you termed it that, and what what did you mean? Was that endearing? <laughs> was it loving? Was it hate? What they was barkled it? you. They barkled was, you. The, yeah, yeah. It's it's literally,
6: um, in respect to Pickett, and how doggone hard he was to guard, and he had a 14-second possession against us where he caught the ball at the three-point line, and he just started backing in. And he just backed in, backed in, he used his butt, and you can't guard it out there. And the NBA has the five-second Barkley rule Mm -hmm. where you can't do that. College basketball has no rule. So he bootied his way (laughs) and bullied his way to the front of the rim and then you had to go decide if you could guard it. And it was, it was great on Micah's part to take advantage of that. Sure. We had a lot of that develop in the Big Ten this year, to be quite honest. But we also, I think, should have the rule that the NBA has. I wouldn't be mad at that. And, and one, of my, one of my biggest frustrations with basketball is we're the only country in the world that does not play by the same set of rules. And yeah. I wish we would do that from youth all the way mm-hmm. through. It's worked pretty good in the Euro world, in the right. in European market. And I don't know why we don't do that. But uh, that is one rule I would like to see changed. But, man, Pickett was a monster, you know, playing booty ball, and, and you couldn't. You, you couldn't stop it. You, there's no way. There's no legal way to defend it without going to double team him or giving him a layup. My yeah. favorite
2: part is now we've turned "bootied" into a
1: verb. Yep, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. B- bootied is a, is a verb I, now. I like That's it. Awesome. We, uh, I'm going to do my best to get Brad Underwood on the field of 68's marketing department soon. We'll see about that. I know you're a busy man, but uh, you're pretty damn good at this job, Brad. Well, are, Brad, I appreciate is, that. The new
2: T-shirt is "Don't Get Bootied."
6: Don't get bootied <laughs> and put Daddy Daddy Brad on there the backside or whatever. I, you
1: know,
6: it might sell in it might sell in Illinois. There There we go.
1: All right, Brad Underwood, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next on the Field of 68 from the Final Four. You guys ever get tired of trying to
4: prove that you won an argument, that your takes weren't hot, they were just right? Well, I have an answer to all of your problems. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that you are, in fact, the smartest one in the room. Vaulted is also releasing a Final Four competition called their Last Four Pool. What amounts to a hot take challenge, it has a $5,000 prize pool. Who doesn't like free money? I like free money. So if you like free money like me, then go and download the Vaulted app at the link below Sign up for your free three-month trial and store your predictions
1: now and forever.
0: Brad Underwood.
1: Brad Underwood. How about that, man? One of my favorite guys in the country. Always an entertaining interview. Uh, We're back. Field of 68, Final Four, live from Houston, live from Little Woodrose. by the way. Edo is the location we are at. We'll be here until, uh, what is it, 2 p.m. Central? That's how long we'll be here. So come grab a beverage. Come do what Brad Underwood did. Stick your butt down. Let's talk about booties. Right, get, Theo? Get bootied. Get bootied. Don't get bootied. Get booty. We turn booty into a verb. RC wasn't ready to come out
5: the booty. No, he wasn't. (laughs) RC wasn't ready for the booty. He was was not ready to leave with booty. Y'all didn't want me up for that one.
2: (laughs) No, we don't don't want RC didn't want to be bootied. All right, next. It is what it is. (laughs) Please, Uh, next. We we welcome Randolph Childress
1: onto the show, RC himself. (laughs) We welcome Carter Elliott onto the show, Terrence Oglesby right here, Greg Waddell, Dagan Hughes behind the scenes on the X's and O's. Uh, Guys, we're going to look ahead again. We were doing some preseason top 25 stuff. Now I want to go back to looking ahead, but I want to talk about potential decisions. NBA decisions that could really swing things for a program, for an entire conference, for the entire country next year. Who do you have your eyes on as the most important stay-or-go decision in college basketball, RC? Wow. Um, We've gotten Proctor. I'm going to
7: say two guys because I think one will leave, but Filipowski and Lively, I think the decision on both of those guys. I think Filipowski may lean toward leaving, uh, but his – Draft stock is kind of up and down. You don't know where he's going to go. So, I think if he were to come back, I think he'd be even higher. But I think Derrick Lively is the anomaly here. I think, I think he should come back. I think there's more he could do and play more. Uh, but if he does, then with, that team, with Proctor's News and Jeremy Roach and those guys, I think they could be pretty damn good.
2: What would worry me with Filipowski is kind of what happened to Matthew Hurt. Do you guys remember how hyped mm-hmm. up Matthew Hurt was in year one and year two, and then it just kind of got stale, and yeah. then he goes into second? like. That's the thing that would scare, scare me. If I was Kyle Filipowski, I would go ahead and go. Truth be told, I would go ahead and go.
7: No, I mean, if you're a first-round draft pick, you should go. Yeah, I mean, you should go. There's no question about that. I'm not saying that. I just think he's fluctuating on boards. As long as you're first-round, I'm advocate for you to – Pack your bags, get out of there. Get out of there.
1: So the good people at home should know this. If they don't, I'm sitting by two professional basketball <laughs> players here. They've played for large sums of money in their lives. How would you go about the decision That's of this? Because r- it's a different decision than it was when you guys played, right? Like, there's so many more factors that go into it. First round, you go. First round. That's it.
7: Like it's that. That's simple. Your first, if you're
1: first round lock, you're not going back with a number nil wise now. Like.
2: Not if you're first no, round. No, because it's a multi-year deal yeah. with it within a first round. Like that—that's the big thing that kind of throws things on its head a little bit. The fact that you can get it for multiple seasons. Nil. That's usually one year and out, the right? Unless is, you're Nigel Pack, which he wasn't going to get drafted anyway. Did, Good for him. Hey Carter, point.
5: did you guys like school that much? That's what I'm saying. If I got a second round grade, I'm out. Y'all like going to college? Really?
2: But it's not, non-guaranteed no, contract. No. You get over there it's and you get lost. Okay, what about with two-way contracts? Well, but, you, no. but
5: but you get lost like I did.
2: No. Truth be told, no. you get lost like the I did. Odds
7: are against you so much when you do that. You're better off, if you're a second-round draft pick, you're better, you'll better. you make more money going back to school. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it, and truthfully, the guys who make the most money, I hate to say it, most of them aren't NBA guys anyway. That's why they're getting the most money to come back to school. They're making that decision to say, hey, I'm going to come back because they're going to make more money from going back to school than they were going to the NBA. NBA first-round draft picks don't come back to school. They don't. The only one that probably did that... Recently was probably Taquavian Smith last year. He yep. was the only one for NC State. I would and say Tyree Ty Spronter was Ty was was turning he was it down
2: fringe. this year, too. And I think you
1: could argue it didn't help his stock either after this year, right? Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Usually it doesn't, but it didn't hurt him. I mean, he had a good year. Right? It didn't hurt but, him. Yeah. 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 How much does the school matter? Because like, now, I mean, the transfer element is also here, right? If you're a potential first-round pick at a school that is not a traditional powerhouse— are your options just, hey, I'm going to get paid here because I'm not going to get paid at my school, or tamper? T.O. Tamper was doing a little tampering a little bit ago I, I, here. I don't know, guys. No, like,
2: that wasn't tampering. He's from uh, MJ Rice is from North Carolina. Okay. That's the only reason okay. I insinuated that.
1: Okay. Hey, I got nothing against tampering. This is a pro-tampering side of He's in a portal, so it's right, right here. here. I'm, I'm, all, tampering. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah,
5: I'm no. all about tampering.
1: They're pro-tampering right big here.
5: Big pro But Wait, <laughs> there's one guy that I think needs to be mentioned, though. It's a big one that might come back, and it's two bellas. Because you have an All-American-level yeah. candidate. And I honestly, in my list, in my personal All-American list, two belts the first team All-American in my Do you think
2: eyes. he's going to be able to do it without Kirk
5: Creasy? I honestly think he might enjoy himself a little more than Kirk Creasy. <laughs> to be honest. Like, he'll be the hey, show. Hey, he'll be the sh- Kirk Creasy was the show. But he technically, wasn't he's on an I-20, so
7: he shouldn't get NIL money, so it shouldn't matter, they western that no, no, straight to
5: we'll lose that <laughs> paperwork. <laughs> Remember <laughs> that
7: now. He, he's He doesn't get NIL money because... He's Lithuanian now. Hey, they're so sending their Western crazy Union. Role, that, they're, the
5: they're,
2: they're sending that Western Union directly to Latuvas Ritas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Avitas,
2: they give it to Avitas. Yeah, they're giving it to Arvitas and he's going to have to funnel it to his mother. Yeah, he, okay that man's that. getting paid. Like, don't be naive.
1: We're okay with that here. Uh, also, how dare you diss my boy Kirk Reese. I felt the little kick on the like, table there. I like Kirk Reese, I man. In doses, right? you can Not have too much of it. He
2: goes to Xavier. He gets back to what he can do runs up and down, a lightning rod, Sean yeah. it a little bit. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. He's visiting other places. West Virginia, that would be an interesting one. Nebraska, he was just there as well. Key Tominaga, to oh, Ke- Tominaga.
1: Tominaga and the
5: oh. funnest backcourt in the country. Oh, that oh the electric factory. Yeah. Not, not productive maybe, but going to be a lot. Of
2: that, fun. That, that's going to be the funnest two and 18 <laughs> team in Big Ten history. <laughs>
7: that would be like you and me playing pickup game with the same team. <laughs> just, <laughs> neither one of us are passing <laughs> half court to get Whoever the defense. Whoever comes half is jacking and it. I'm it. watching that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm watching
1: that. Speaking of which, are we doing the, the media game? I know you put on a show last year. That's what reports say. I'm playing say. Saturday. I'm okay. playing Saturday. It's a thing? Is yeah, R.C. lacing them up or no?
2: I got the, I got the email from... Uh, now, Pete.
1: Okay. R.C., what? Come
2: on. I said never.
1: I know you got a case in the back. <laughs> I retired
2: cost. for...
7: Never. I got golf shoes in my back. <laughs> I can't play number horse.
1: Is this an invite-only thing, T.O.? Is that what it is at this point? Last year, I felt a little more open. There was group texts involved. I was on them. I have no idea why. You're not playing? I'm not playing. No, I, I got a guy got, right next to me who I wants got to prove something. I got oh, an email. I got off. an email this morning. That okay. was it. That's all
2: I know.
5: All right. Carly, I don't even you, know you who said else You are you're here to email. prove something? Yeah. I, well, I, I'll have T.O. forward me that email. I'm going to need that. I'm going to need, <laughs> the, I'm gonna need yeah. the invite. Did you right. bring your shoes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let me figure
1: this out. Always. Wherever I go. see what happens. What's your uh, player comp? Your 6'7 Boogie Cousins, attitude-wise, not game-wise? Yeah, I'm like, Bo- I'm like a Boris
5: D.L. skill
1: set with a DeMarcus
5: Cousins mindset. Oh, you really? Know, I can sometimes be a little a little <laughs> agitated, but I can be special as well.
1: I don't know that that's good, honestly. Um, all right, one name that I had, I can't believe nobody mentioned this yet. Isn't it just Zach Eady? Isn't that the most important stay-or-go decision? He's because if back. he's back, Purdue's number one in the country preseason, right? He's coming back. You think it's done deal? I think he should.
2: How so much success that. is he going to have in the NBA?
1: I think he'll lot have lot more than that, people think. I think I think you're wrong. Why?
2: Because there's a lot of seven three, seven four dudes in the NBA that have a hard time guarding ball screens. Like, dude, there's a difference in guarding Tyson Walker in a ball screen and guarding but, 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 Chris so you Paul can't or anybody. Throw
5: him out there for like 10 minutes? Like, I mean, Boban. You guys hey, Boban. just want Boban. him out of the Boban. Big Ten. I'm saying Boban, Stop this nonsense. They no, just I'm, want him
2: out of the Big Ten. That's all this is. I kind of do. I do.
1: That's it. Like, no <laughs> comment. No I, comment. No, I do. No,
2: no look. He, hey, he's going to make a good living wherever he wants to go. But, like, I,
5: why, would me? why would he? Why would he The NBA way.
2: is the NBA. People well, but, don't understand. It's so hard to put into words how good NBA players are now. Like, Randolph, one of the greatest college players of all time, played in the NBA for a while. Like, he knows. The league has just gotten better in the five years since he retired. <laughs> <laughs> you better put a one in front of that. <laughs> <laughs> but but close to a two. But, but, but the, the, the NBA is so good now. No. But the guard play like, is so strong. And, mean, there, and the, the guards drop, are The six drop ten.
7: coverage stuff, you get away with in college and challenging guys mid-range and all that kind of stuff. Guys, two of guards are 6'7", No.
2: Two guards. No. It's, it's impossible. It's, it's such a different – it's different. I don't know how to put that. It's just different.
1: So if he does come back then, if it's the done deal you guys say it is, where would you put Purdue? Given the way their season ended, given how they were this dominant number one team in the country for much of the year, are they your number one who, next who, year? Who
2: would, they leave? who would they lose right now? Both the freshmen come back.
1: Not really there, anybody. I think they lose David Jenkins, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Put
2: him in the top three. Put him in the top even, three. Even given the way the yes. season yes. ended. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. They're, yes. We, it, they're one. We alluded, it's regular season. Too. They're yeah. one. It's yeah. regular season. We alluded to it with, with – Brad Underwood, a second ago, like, it's unfair to judge a team on one tournament game. Like, that team was spectacular.
1: Is it fair to judge a coach off three consecutive 13, 15, 16 losses? Yeah,
2: that part's fair. But that being said, <laughs> like, Come that on, team is good. Take it easy on Painter.
5: I like Painter. He's a
2: great coach. run. the
0: game of ball.
7: the tournament. And when you have a legitimate big, that's not very mobile. They can't switch. That team forced them to do something that he hadn't done all year. They had to switch five, and he had to guard on the perimeter when he hadn't left the paint all year long. Yeah, and that was just what happened to him. guarding also, a six three guard on the three
2: point I shot. also don't put that on Edie. I, that no, it's was, not that his fault. was that was a game where those freshmen and I kind of wanted Brad to talk about it a little bit. The fact that. Uh, Lawyer and Smith hadn't seen pressure and traps and anything all season long, and then all of a sudden now they're going to play in the NCAA tournament against a small team who's junking it up, who's trapping in the full court. They didn't even, half the time, like, Painter would have to call timeout tell those guys get in the middle. Like, it's 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 a hard balance between going straight from Big Ten play, where everybody plays similarly, to going and playing some of these smaller teams that have to junk it up because of the lack of resources. Some of the and I'm not going to say lack of talent. That's not, the, that's not what I'm saying. The, the lack of size, and they have to do things differently. Big Ten doesn't do anything differently.
7: Right. I, I thought the pressure bothered everybody else but Zach Eady on their team. That's what I'm saying, yeah.
2: The guards I'm out of call
7: unwillingly tough. turned down Matthew shots. tough. Meyer would never. You know, those guys turned down work. shots and didn't make shots. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. He did his job. He was dominant, forced. He had always been. They had looks. They didn't take them. And, uh, you know, they went down. I mean, it, it's, it's going to be that way. Their Achilles heel all year long is going to be again, but Big can stretch him out, pick and pop five, which not a lot of people have, but right. mid
1: majors and lower level D one schools have. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting because those issues will still be there with that team. You hope the backcourt gets a lot better. I think they will. They will. Freshmen, they'll be right do there be again.
5: Better, right, they do. Yeah, of course they do. But and they had a great, they had a great freshman year. If I'm if if a transfer, great. If I'm a transfer year. wing, great. that's where I'm yes. looking.
1: They were a starting yeah. backcourt so, okay. back for
5: a top-five team all year. That's yeah, they question. shouldn't have ever been top-five, though. Yes, they they shouldn't have ever been top-five.
1: Yes, uh, so I, I threw this hypothetical at him on our 18-hour drive here, blue-collar podcast. That's what we are, Earn ladies it. and gentlemen. Uh, I, if Purdue hypothetically could take their team that they have for next year, mm-hmm. and it is what it is, let's see, they're probably preseason number one. Who knows? Zach Eadie's back. Everybody's back. Or... They could get Zach Eady back, and they could take Florida Atlantic's entire team other than their center, Golden. Give me every Florida Atlantic guard in a Purdue uniform next year with Zach Eady. Which one are you taking?
2: Well, that's a Final Four team.
5: Yeah. One of them is. That might
1: be a national champ. <laughs> one of them is. Yeah. All right. Couple I'm just wo-
7: saying. A couple more shooters.
1: I'm I'm here to tamper a little bit. That's all I'm saying. It's stuff. It is what it is. We instigate stuff. It is what it is. Uh, Instigate me never. See, never. (laughs) All right. uh, We are, uh, what, 45 minutes into our show here live at Little Woodrow's. Coming up, we're going to play transfer matchmaker. Speaking of instigate, we're going to do some more instigating in the portal, guys. That's next on the Field of 68 from the Final Four. You know what the best part about the end of the college basketball season is? That signifies the start
4: of spring, the start of summer, the start of hot weather, the start of late nights, the start of weekends on the water. And the best way to stay refreshed during the summer months is with Hornita's Ranch Water, a premium sparkling cocktail with a balance of freshly squeezed lime paired with smooth tequila notes. Hornita's Tequila is a 100% agave premium tequila from the lowlands of Jalisco. It's specifically from the town of Tequila. Tequila. Originating from one of the most historic distilleries, Hornitos paved the way for all future tequila brands, starting with the tequila name. An official partner of the Houston Astros, you can buy Hornitos Ranch Water in a can, or you can come to Houston's best sports bar, Little Woodrow's in Edo, and get a fresh, handmade cocktail with Hornitos Tequila. There is nothing better on a warm spring day than Hornitos Ranch Water and a Houston Astros baseball game. Field of sixty-eight. I guess we're officially the field of sixty-eight before dark, right now. The field of sixty-eight afternoon. Yeah, it's afternoon. nice to be on
3: before dark. You guys keep me up. Man. Yeah, it's the field thirty at night. Man, the other night, Phanto wouldn't stop.
4: The field of sixty-eight cold Fanta beverages. would not
3: stop the other night.
4: My question is, I want to know where my uh, Hornitas ranch water is. I ordered one. Our server Greg Waddell, he's, he hasn't brought over our beverages yet. We, we need some beverages. It's afternoon. I have we started drinking, right? I'm already started. Last night, talk somewhere. Last night, we let RC have a couple of ranch waters, and he decided to say that UConn was not a blue blood. He decided to get in a fight with UConn fans, and we officially—how about this, Carter? We officially have a date set. Yes. Where RC is going to have to wrestle some Twitter guy named Hurley Mania <laughs> on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> this is happening. You
3: know I, what I love? I don't know it, how we got there. You know there. what I love though about the, the the Twitter guys that hide behind their Twitters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they put, like, a fake picture up there that's yes. not really themselves because they don't really want people to know who they
7: are. I, I love that's It's, like, my favorite thing ever. It doesn't bother me. I don't love the chatter as long as they don't get disrespectful.
5: Yeah. I mean, you didn't say anything wrong, though, R.C. They're I not, did. That's why i are not a booboo. <laughs> and it's, and it's not disrespect. Why do got guys take it as disrespect? You're not a booboo. Hey, man, I'm here for and, all of it. Hey, I, I hey, hey, it. I'm, I'm here coach, for all of it. I didn't tell them. I'm here for
7: all of it. If
3: you don't engage with them, they get upset, they get their feelings hurt, and then they start hey. killing you on Twitter. Hey, and it's, I'm, I'm
4: going to defend my UConn guys here. They're riled up, but I do think that, like, about 60% of it is just kind of joking a kid. Like I don't think you're taking it no. That no, no, no. It, they, honestly, they did. Honestly, we did have a cool. nice we did have a nice Photoshop of, of RC was, was turned into an actual clown.
7: They were actually funny as hell, yeah. so I'm for it, but I'm still yeah. for it. I don't even know what I signed up for. But bring it. Hey, you're in. Yeah. I'm you're in it.
4: Let's do it. You're not afraid to compete. No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah. You're not afraid Whatever. to compete. Like RC's up here for it. All right. We want to play a little transfer portal matchmaker. This is one of my favorite games to play <laughs> in the offseason. I want to start.
3: Don't don't get us tampered now. they got to be in the, in, the in the portal. They're, they're, in, the, they're in, in the portal. They have to be in the portal, portal already.
4: Okay. It, um, all right, before man. I do that, McCall, I want you to give me the list of the, the five most attractive players that have not transferred yet that you would go after if you were currently a head coach. Oh,
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right, let's start. I want to start I want to start That's with Caleb great. Love, all right? You guys, <laughs> each get 30 seconds. If you were Caleb Love's advisor, if you were his NIL agent, mm-hmm. right, where are you telling him to go? Where do you think he should play, Carter?
5: See, I don't know if this is going to be popular, but I say go to Spokane and play for Mark Few and Gonzaga, because I think that there's guard opportunities with that team. I don't think that Hickman's played up to the level. I don't think that Salas has played <laughs> like up to the level. That's a conference where he can get a lot of shots up. I think he can work through some th- work through yeah, some so things. And look, the, the narrative on Caleb is a little bit too tough for me. Everyone acts like he's just an awful player. This is a guy who had thirty in a tournament game. Like he's not a bad player. Not a game, a half and a half, like you said, and not, a,
4: not not just a game. In the final in four. In the final four. four
5: send him to Gonzaga. Let him play. Maybe Efton Reed comes along. That's a nice little one-two punch. I like that. He
4: ended Coach K's career that still deserves some respect. Go get where, some shots where, in Spokane. <laughs> where are you sending he Caleb He needs Lowe? a fresh
5: start. He yes. He needs a fresh
3: start. Carolina needs a fresh start. I think it's healthy for everybody involved. Where should he go? I, I mean, I, I like the Gonzaga pick. I think that's a good place for him to go. I, I, you know, I think he's going to – they took some guards this year. Malachi Smith ended up down the stretch playing better for him. Uh, I don't mind Kentucky. I don't mind Kentucky because I think you said that Cal, last night. I think Cal will do a great job with him. He's here's, been here's my question: Cal's going to coach him and coach him hard. Here's my I don't, question: I don't, I don't If you dislike Kentucky, if you, Kentucky. Have,
4: if you mm. have Caleb Love, mm. DJ Wagner, and Robert Dillingham on the, yesterday on yesterday. the no, same yesterday team. Yesterday. team, if you have those three guys on the same team, do you even need to have your two other players, or you just let those Would three guys take own shots? On
7: his experiences you're going to draw on as yes. opposed to them high school freshmen. Mm-hmm. You know, the guys no coming doubt. in, the freshmen. You're going to no draw no on his doubt. experience. He has a, a tournament-run experience that you're going you're to draw on. I said that yesterday, so I'm going to pick someone else. You can see him going back, playing for Gates at Mizzou. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him somewhere like Kansas. Kansas? Yes. Because, again, I think he needs to get a fresh start and a coach that will – I actually really
4: like the Kansas But call. I think Kansas – Because they need, they need a league. guard. They need
7: a guy like him, a bucket getter, and, and we'll see what he gets. I mean, they're they always at
4: Hey, if he, if he ain't going to listen to Bill Self, he ain't going to listen to nobody. So.
7: Or Cal. If he ain't going to listen to either one of them, he ain't going to play it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just call it what it is.
4: Yep. All right, next on the list. I want to go – I'm going to go with Severe Wheeler. Kentucky transfer. His name is in the portal. We've seen him be an all-SEC guy. We've also seen the problems with having a dude that can't shoot as your starting point guard. RC, I'm going to you first on this one.
7: You know, I would have said VCU. I think he needs to go down a level. I think he needs to play a certain style of 94 feet, getting out there and pressuring the ball. So I think for him it's more so a style of basketball, 94 feet, pressuring and pace. I think he struggles in a half court. He needs shooters. So I would have said Rhodes at VCU. He's no longer. I don't know if he'll take that style with him. Uh, to Penn State, so that would be more the fit necessarily than the school, depends on the style. I think Mm -hmm. that's where he needs to go. I like the pick. I like the Penn State pick. Rhodes is going to need players.
3: They're going to play that style. It's always been his style, whether he was at Rice, whether he was at VCU. Look at what Ace Baldwin did. Ace Baldwin became a better shooter throughout his career. He was not always a knockdown guy. Mm -hmm. He developed into the A-10 player of the year. Rhodes is going to need players I think that's the perfect place for him for
5: that style. That is a great fit, and I don't want to go three for three, so I'm going to say somebody else. And I honestly don't know if it has any meaning behind it, but I'm all behind the Will Wade at McNeese State train, and I want to get Severe Wheeler there. That's all, and that's all, and I really don't have any reason. That's a tough place <laughs> to go, man. That's, that's Wait, tough. you're sending him from Kentucky to McNeese, McNeese State? State from They'll be back. Will no Wade's disrespect here. Respect to Coach Wade. Is McMeese Ma- State, Wade. is that he's the new, going that the that new FAU? He's not, he's not dropping that far, though. No, no way. Eh, no, but I love Will Wade. Okay. That's all that that's a is. A Why? Pick. I but I do Will think Wade. he needs all to man. drop levels. All
4: right, here we go. Next one. The homie Kerr Creesa. Headband Kerr. McCall, you get this one first. Where are you centered in? The Florida Gators? Pretty good.
3: You're fitting well there. The alma mater, baby. We need some players down there. some players at the alma mater. Listen, I'd love to see him, to be honest, I'd love to see him at a Big East school. Who's that? Kerr. I'd love to see him get up and down the floor with somebody, that style of play, his
4: ability to advance,
3: pass, and find... Can he
4: be a solo starting point guard on a team that plays for a national championship?
3: Why can't he go to St. John's? Wants to play fast, wants to advance the ball up the floor...
4: He's in good shape. He's
7: got a guard. guard. He's got a guard. He's got a guard. got a guard. And, and mm-hmm. can he guard? No. Can, can he guard
5: at the level that is going to need him and want him to guard? Probably not. I, I know where I want him to go, and this might be a little Big Ten bias, but I would love to see him at Nebraska. I think he'd be great in that system. they get up and down. Him and Kisei Tomonaga – We'll just, well, that, that's just fun. That's just that would be guys fun. who want to get up and down, get a lot of shots up. And honestly, the Big Ten needs a player like Kirk Kreese. We need a little energy boost into our conference. Whether it be Caleb Love going to Indiana or Kirk going to Nebraska, we need a little, little energy boost in the conference. You know, something different. I
3: just could, could see him being a good fit. And, and they're going to need some players. Texas. Yes. Texas is going to need some players. that's actually a good Marcus call. Marcus Texas is going to need some players. I think – those fans would get around him. That arena is going to be rocking again. Finally, took the interim tag. I think it was you the other night on the field of 68. That yeah, got the I wish you were the first that. one. Hey, you let, you let that you, got you got let that ta- bandwagon. I, you take listen, you listen, let
4: listen. that bandwagon. Did I, RT, give, I, you you 4%? Did RT I, give you your four percent? Did RT give you your four percent?
7: No, you know what? I didn't need it. I, I did call it around. I reached out to uh, Jerry Wainwright and talked to Jerry Wainwright about that. Who he worked with him at Fresno and told him. I said, listen, tell him that I, I've been screaming it all year. So, congratulations to him, and finally for Texas for doing the right thing. Absolutely.
4: Mm-hmm. Can I make a prediction on Kerr? It was a school that nobody's mentioned yet. Bob Huggins, West Virginia,
7: another Mountaineers. So are that's, just my, that's, just,
4: that's just my prediction. I'm not, that's not, I'm not saying that's the best fit. RC, mm. I'm just making a prediction. I'm making a prediction. Mm. All right. Khalil Ware. Khalil Ware? Khalil where? How do you say it? Blue, Khalil Ware. You think he should go to Louisville? Or you think he's going to Louisville? RC knows something. RC knows something. <laughs> see, break, are, are, you, are you breaking news? Out are you breaking break news? It. I'm break not breaking, breaking, <laughs> You
7: me where me I don't think he's going to go. I, I, I think with the way he was recruited and what he was touted as, I just see him going to a blue blood. Whether it's Kentucky, whether it's
4: that's actually interesting because what I'm curious both of your opinions on this because we just had Brad Underwood on here and one of the things that he said is what he looks for in the portal right now are elite freshmen that have transferred that cannot transfer again where you know you're going to be able to get three years out of them Just Khalil Khalil fits that yes he fits that bill
3: yeah no question there's another guy in this building right now that has a philosophy on transfers and that's Mark Schmidt from St. Bonaventure you look at what he does in terms of the transfer portal he never takes guys from a higher level mm-hmm. and brings them down to the A-10 he doesn't do it he gets guys that are hungry that want to transfer up and prove that they can play in the A-10. Prime example, Kyrell Luke, Holy Cross, Patriot League freshman of the year, wants to transfer up and see if he can do it. So every coach kind of has their own philosophy on the transfer part. That's very interesting because kids are going to be hungry when they come there. They're not going to feel like they are owed all the shots or all this stuff. It's it's interesting,
7: and everybody's got their Mm -hmm. own philosophy. I don't buy the rule of the one-time transfer thing now. I just think that they can – somehow come up with some type of petition or something and get out of school, so I'm not buying that. The the
3: NCAA was trying to get rid of the waivers. Yeah, yeah, I'm not buying that. There
4: there are going to be waivers? There's going to be waivers. There's going to be some waivers. All right, I got one for you, Carter. Where are you sending Posh Alexander? Where's he
5: going? Wow. You mentioned West Virginia. They need a point guard that actually plays defense and plays full court. I kind of like that fit more than Kirk Creasa. I mean, that's a guy when, when Posh is in shape. Got to be in shape. That's that's key. When he's in shape, what are you a, saying? Sometimes you, you visit the cafe a couple too many times as a college student. You know, a little a Fifteen pounds get away in the semester. It happens. I'll, no, you know a lot. You, you yeah. know a lot about. that. I know that, a lot don't. about that. I fluctuated <laughs> a lot in college. What I'm saying is in college he could. I, mean, yeah, I was sorry.
4: about to say in college. I'm
5: sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I digress. I'm sorry. Oh, see, I can reach I, no, you no, from no, the side. No, I'm letting <laughs> <it, though>. <laughs> you know that right now. I can't reach you, but I'm saying in that system a defensive point guard, I think that he could excel in that role. I agree. Way more than Kirk Krazy could West Virginia.
3: I like it, not bad, not bad. I don't know Dana Dingle's AAU coach. Maybe he sends him back to the alma mater and UMass. Who knows? I don't know but UMass. I don't know.
4: Uh, I don't think in Posh northeast, goes down. but I like the West Virginia. Think you know? It's a shit. I think he would have been great at St. John's.
7: I thought if if, if given a chance, I, I thought he would have been the ideal guard. That Patino would have won. He must have just dug himself in such a hole.
4: No, what, what probably happened it was though, like someone I can, else dug a hole. No, someone else dug it. No, it was, it was what probably happened. This is my guess: is that he could do whatever he want when Mike Anderson was there, yeah. and then Rick Patino came in and he's like, "Wait, we got what? What AM practices? I need to do run how many miles? I need to be in what shape? Yeah, we got, you want indi- we got to-
3: individual instruction every
7: day.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, you want yeah. me? You want me down to what pounds? Yeah. no, nah, nah, this ain't this ain't it, Coach. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> nah, go." I'm out. Yeah. I got to go.
7: It's a bit much if you're not used to it. And I know exactly what he's dealing with. Yeah. But Rick, but Patino does it. His staff does it. So he's not asking you to do anything that he doesn't do or he's not demanding of his staff. He's the one in the gym. And he is. He's He's not just sending
3: his assistant coaches in He's in in there.
7: And he's doing off the court, sacrificing the whole staff. is. So, you know, it's unfortunate he didn't work. I thought it was an ideal fit for him. I thought he was going to excel. What about Seaton Hall? I can work too. I
4: don't know if – I'm just thinking about transferring from St. John's to Seton Hall. Yeah. Do you think Do you think St. John fans would melt down the way the Providence fans have melted down with everybody <laughs> that, would that be from The East is
5: so messy. It would just be the mess. Oh, it's so messy. I love it.
4: All it. I love it. I love it. We'll be
3: in the arena when Cooley returns.
4: Yeah. Practice? Oh. Oh. Yeah. We're doing a live show from there. Who's coming? We'll bring oh, the whole I'll, squad. I'll we'll bring <laughs> the whole squad. will bring this whole setup. Everyone's gonna be. Ah man, let's get this whole
7: setup. You're gonna have some
4: broken equipment. Listen, we finished up hour one here on the field of 68. Afternoon, can we call it that? Afternoon. The Field of 68 afternoon, yeah. Why not? yeah field of 68 afternoon. Uh, we got another hour coming up. We're going to hear from John Fanta and Jeff Goodman live at NRG Stadium. We're going to visit with Andrea Hurley if she can ever find the right park to go to. <laughs> She's having a day. We're going to talk about it when she gets here. We got a lot to get to. That'll be coming up next.